This week, Inside Motorsport heads to Abu Dhabi for all the V8 supercar action. I hope you'll stay with us. Inside Motorsports, Peter Norton enjoyed all the action of the first ever Yas 400. Two nights of racing, starting in the afternoon and ending in the evening. And it was Jamie Wincup who dominated the weekend, winning everything. Peter Norton had a chance to speak to uh, not only Jamie Wincup, but many of the main players in last weekend's event. Jamie Wincup, congratulations on essentially the, the double from Abu Dhabi with so many new things here, new track, uh, new, new uh, car that you're driving. Did you, did you come away feeling rather surprised of doing so well? Uh, yeah, in some way it's, um, we, we come away with a slight shock. We, um, we expected to go well, we carry good confidence into every weekend, but to, uh, to, to get a pole position and uh, two race wins is, is a great feeling. And did you feel coming into this, because there were so many new things, was the pressure off? Because in, in many respects people were expecting that uh, Team Vodafone might take a race or two to really dial in that new car. Um, yeah, in some way, yes. We, we didn't have any pressure coming in because, uh, because it, it's all new, we're, we're still learning. But whenever you run the number one on the side, there's, uh, there's an added element of, uh, of pressure involved with that. So, no, 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 we, um, we, we're, we're here to battle and uh, we certainly wanted a couple of good results. The circuit here, of course, is very grand and uh, brand new. Does that put pressure on all of the other tracks to try to uh, you know, come up to the bar of what motorsport at the world level is all about? Oh, that that's yeah. I, I suppose it does in a way. We um, we're, we're the Aussie V8 series, but um, you know, I'm sure we're going to hand pick some the best international events we can, and um, we're not going to go complete international. We're, we're our heart and soul is still in Australia, but um, yeah, I'm sure it does put a, a little bit of pressure on the tracks back at, at home to um, just to up their facilities. Of course, you can't compare with this. This is just out of this world. But, um, you know, it, it is nice to race at tracks of such a high quality. Yeah, so it must feel, or will feel very strange going back to Queensland Raceway with the bumpy surface and things like that. <laughs> hey, uh, Queensland's back on the calendar. I'm, I'm glad Viet Supercar could, uh, could do a deal there because it's uh, one of my home tracks. Looking ahead now, you've got the, the season off to a perfect start. Bahrain, what's your confidence level there? Uh, well, hey, we had a, a, a fantastic meeting last time we were there. We... Um, we won a few races and the track's very similar to Abu Dhabi. So, um, of course, we're going to carry good confidence into Bahrain. Throughout last year, there was a lot of comments about going to Townsville for the first time, how uh, welcome Townsville made everyone feel. How would you describe Abu Dhabi? Very, very good. The, uh, the, you know, the front straight had a good thousand people in it and going down the back straight, they almost, almost filled the stand down the, down the back. So... Um, it just had a great feel. There were uh, there were people up off their seats on that last lap. It was um, fantastic. Shane Van Gisbergen, you must be very proud of scoring your first podium in V8 Supercars uh, at Abu Dhabi. Tell me how it feels. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm happy for myself and I'm happy for the guys. You know, they work so hard over um, over the off season. We finished off off last year pretty strong, and to carry the momentum this year is pretty good. You must be pinching yourself, though, uh, a young fellow racing in a facility like this that's just simply world-class and, you know, Formula One standard. Uh, it's a long way from New Zealand, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty amazing to be here, but, um, you know, it's, it's been, uh, you know, three years of learning and now, now we're starting to, you know, get the results and, you know, I'm making less mistakes, being a lot more consistent and smooth and, um, you know, it's showing. We've got our first podium today and hopefully first of many. 
Tell me a bit about that learning process. Uh, last year there was quite a lot of expectations of Stone Brothers Racing being uh, one of the, the few Ford-funded teams and the results really didn't come consistently. How, how much pressure did you feel throughout last year? Yeah, a little bit. You know, we didn't have the, um, the car speed wasn't quite there. I made some mistakes and, you know, the guys made mistakes too. But, um, you know, we just worked at it, kept doing what we're doing and it's all starting to come together now. And, um, you know, we finally cracked it and hopefully that, uh, you know, it keeps on coming in. Everyone talks about working hard, particularly yeah. over the off-season. What sort of things does that involve? Yeah, just developments on the car, you know, new parts and stuff. We've got some more coming. Keeping, keeping focus, keeping our heads down and, you know, the cars are well prepared. We didn't have any mechanical troubles um, we had an engine going 47 but um, you know across the three cars they were pretty good all weekend so you know it's, it's really showing and um, the pit stops were great all weekend we're one of the quickest cars so it was good. And for a driver they, they often say you know that they're working on their, their mental attitude and the things like that how do you do that? Yeah just I was you know it took the last couple of weeks pretty easy and you know, I kept my training up, but, um, you know, just try to stay focused, you know, just practice on the simulator and for next week as well. So, you know, just keep my head down and, you know, it, it all come together this weekend. There's often a bit of talk about people learning a circuit using yep. the simulators. Yep. Does it really help? Did you feel a little bit prepared when you uh, first turned a wheel here? Yeah, of course, you know, you get a direction of which way the, the track goes and you, and you get um, more, you know, you know, you do get prepared, you know, know what to expect and um, the simulators are pretty close nowadays so it worked out all right but um, you know once we got on track it was completely different but yeah we, we were pretty quick from from the word go. And tell me about the track it, it looks spectacular yeah. what's yeah. it like from the driver's point yeah, of view? It's, it's awesome it's my first time I've ever raced under lights and you know the artificial lighting is so good and um, no shadows or anything but the track the first part's quite open and a few sweepers and then it gets a few 90 degree corners at the end but um, the first part really suited our car and the last part wasn't too bad either, so yeah, but um, yeah, it was a pretty good racetrack. There was a lot of passing going on, I thought, so well, I made, was able to do it pretty easy. So. The corkscrew, that's a, a thing that's a, a departure from the full circuit here, uh, looked rather tight. What's it, what's it like from the inside there? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It was sort of a sacrifice corner because the next corner led you onto the big straight. You know, it, was, it was pretty cool there. Um, diving off there, you, you got to sort of lift your head up to try and look over the crest, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's a new, unique part about the track, and yeah. Probably look cool on TV too. In the last couple of corners, particularly uh, through the, the hotel, people were saying that uh, hard to find grip on those bits. What, what was happening through there? Yeah, it's pretty slippery. You almost got a street circuit feel through there, the 90 degree corners, and not much runoff. You know, it was quite slippery, but it rubbed up over the weekend and got better. Obviously, now you take a bit more confidence to Bahrain. Yep. Uh, again, I guess you've done plenty of uh, simulator laps there. Yeah, and I've raced there twice before, so I sort of know what to expect. That sort of track suits our cars. It's got a few wide open corners and flowing, and um, you know we've got a new part to the track this year. So, yeah, I'm look looking forward to it. And how important is it for, I guess, most teams that they're going with fairly straight cars? Uh, yeah. It would have been a, a pretty big task to rebuild stuff. Yeah, of course, but um, you know we kept it straight. We rubbed the panels a couple of times, but uh, it was nothing major. We just you know kept their heads down, but it uh, makes the preparation so much easier for next week. Well, uh, Shane, congratulations on a great uh, result here. Uh, in the past, you've shown great speed in the wet. We weren't expecting much rain here, though. No, definitely. You wake up and um, you don't need to guess what the weather's like. It's always the same. But, um, yeah, it's great to have some speed in the dry and, uh, and some c consistency, and we put it all together today. Paul Morris, how did you enjoy your one-off appearance uh, here at Abu Dhabi? It was, uh, you know, pretty, uh, pretty nice to drive in a facility such as this, and... Uh, didn't get to race today, we had an engine problem, but uh, yesterday was pretty good fun. Any temptation of uh, making a comeback? Oh no, it's too much like hard work. 
it, uh, you know, it's pretty serious out there and, uh, you know, I can hold my own in the races, but, um, you know, qualifying is where I'm a bit rusty, so, uh, you know, I need to be driving the cars all the time to be right on top of that. And in, in that first race, you gave a, a few people a touch-up or two. What are your thoughts on that? Nah, well, Todd Kelly actually hit me, so that's why I look at it. The good thing about it, I wasn't in the race today, hit that many people again, so I was probably going to be one of them. After a race when there is that sort of, uh, I guess, angst about uh, you know, rubbing and racing, what are your thoughts on that? Is, is that something that you enjoy as part of the sport? No, it's just going to happen. You get two cars trying to go through a corner together and one bloke doesn't give you enough room, he's bound to get hit. It's just what happens. It happens in any motorsport except over here we just want to make a big deal over it. I think they should just let the drivers race and we don't need those sort of people telling us what to do. So you think some people get a bit too precious about these things? Yeah, of course they do. You know, Shit sometimes goes wrong. Nothing's always fair. There's swings and roundabouts and it all works itself out in the end. So you've given away driving but you're definitely involved in the sport at the board level. Is it something you'd like to introduce more into the sport? Is a, a bit more spicy racing and a bit more rubbing? Yeah I do and I'm, I'm pretty vocal about that but I'm only one voice on the board and, and a lot of the other uh, team owners have a different opinion and you've got to respect that and I've got to represent the, the view of everyone as a whole so uh, if it was my championship it'd be be different it'll be gloves off but you know that's just the way they, everyone likes going about their racing so that's the way we do it thanks for your thoughts paul and uh yeah look forward to uh i guess uh, you adding that that balance and that mix to the to the board and the future direction of the sport thanks. okay thanks. my thanks to peter norton until next weekend we will review all the action from bahrain keep smiling and bye for now Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.